Hello, hola, hello. Bienvenidos to the Vida AKA Live podcast. Muchas gracias. Thank you for listening in today. Okay, before we get started, I want to remind everyone if you or if you know of anybody that should come on to the podcast, please hit me up at Vida AKA Life at yahoo.com. Let me know and we'll make it happen. Also, if you're on Instagram, follow the podcast on there at Vida AKA Life Podcast. All right. Let's get started. Okay, today we have two very special people to me and Angel, our compadres, Julio and Annie. Julio, hi. Annie, say hi. Hi. And Hello. also, we have Angel. I'm here again. <laughs> so today's podcast is going to be like a little bit different. We're going to, we have two couples, obviously me and my husband and our compadres. How long have you guys been married? 13 years. 13 years. Okay. Let's first talk about how Angel and Julio met. How did you guys meet? I met Julio through his brother in high school, me and Chuy. We were best buddies. Um, high school, I was, what, I think 17. I was playing varsity soccer, and Julio would show up with his Jetta. <laughs> Badass car. You could hear him from, like, blocks away. What kind of and music would you bump? Spanish, corridos. No más puro corridos? Chalino, yeah. Nothing Back in the days. Enlace de la Sierra. Enlace de la Sierra. Oh, my God. So we'll days. be practicing or playing, and this guy will show up to pick up Chuy. Like a lot of music, like, oh, who's this guy? That was my brother. That's how I met him, through Chuy. But how did you guys start hanging out? Uh, we started playing um, together, and um, we started playing Sundays. Um, well, Mojarras? Mojarras, we started playing uh, together, and Outside then after that, we would stay and drink, and then after that, we started hanging out, and that's how I met Angel, my compadre. Yeah, because when, when I met you, you guys were pretty close already. Yeah, I got closer to him as the years went by. But at first, you were closer to Chewy. Yeah, because I, I went. He wasn't in our. In our he was already graduated. Yeah. He was older than us, so. Okay. Me and Chewy would uh, like, in high school, I would go to Chewy's house, and then I start meeting his family there, parents and everybody. My dad. His dad. So well, I used to walk. Oh, there's times at night I used to walk Chewy to his to the house, and I had to walk all the way back to my house. No way. Because we walk all the way to where you guys lived at the old house. Mm-hmm. So a couple times I used to kick with it, like let's go to my house. So I would go, I would walk over there. And just chill for a bit and then I would have to go back home, but I had to walk because back then there was no Uber or anything. <laughs> so when I met, okay, so when I met Julio Nani, it was actually at a nightclub, a Mexican club, uh, Rio Nilo. Do you remember? You were yeah. celebrating your 25th birthday? That's where birthday. I met you too. Huh? That's where I met you too. Yeah, so we carpooled with Chewy and Julie that day. <laughs> oh yeah, I remember. Huh? We picked up Chewy and uh, Julie. Yeah. And we went to the And I was so nervous because I, I didn't know any of you guys. You know what? That's right. I thought I had... I remember meeting you in Vegas, but I already knew you. Yeah. I already... We did. It was from that club. We got to talk about Vegas because those were good days. Leonilo, is it still, oh, still open? I mean, oh. not right now, but was it still open before? <laughs> I, oh, think yeah. I, I think I met you way before that. Well, you were there when I met her. Because it was for my... I think my bachelor or something like that. His bachelor, I couldn't go. But I for met, some reason, I, I, I didn't I go met to the bachelor party. You. Yeah, you did, because we were already married, and I think you went out with your friends, like, on a boys' night out. No, no I, I was working. He, <laughs> no, I'm just like... <laughs> I, no, I remember one time, I couldn't I couldn't go to his bachelor party, so I told him a couple weeks later, hey, let's go out. Let's go out, and like that's that. what we did, and that's... that's, and that's it was I'm only guys, guys' night only. out, and that's when I, when I met you. Well, that's when I met Angel. That's yeah. what you met me, yeah. That's when, that's that's when you asked me to dance. You asked me to dance. He started begging me, he got on one knee, and I was like, fine, all right, I'll dance with you. Wow. (laughs) 
Yeah, so he was <laughs> there. Kidding. Yeah, I was there with my brothers and. That's funny. You know, you got. Don't you guys have a picture of that night? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Oh yeah. Yeah. Even this day, what's his name? Coco. I think Coco was. Coco was there, and yeah, we all got skinny. <laughs> we were all skinny back then. So yeah, those are the good stories right there. Wait, but how did how did Julio and Annie meet? How did you guys meet? Uh, actually, well, we're gonna go way back. Um, we're into the Chalinillos, and um, we went to a party, a Parranderos party, and Annie was there. And I remember that I went up to her friend and asked her to go out dancing. She said no, and he was next to her. She said yes, and then I, I danced with her. We started talking. Then after that, I couldn't, I couldn't resist, so I, I needed, you know. Se enamoró. Yeah, yeah, me enamoré, and I, I just kept on looking at her, and then, you know, I asked her if she wanted to dance again, and we were just dancing the whole night, and I don't know, I guess we clicked, and then after that, we just became yeah, like friends. Yeah, he asked me for my number, my number and We became good friends. And then he, it's funny because um, that night, well, I was single back then, so uh -huh. that night, like, a couple, I, another guy had asked me for my number, and that other guy actually called me first, and then Julio, like, played hard to get, like, he didn't call me until... Three-day rule? Three-day rule? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, He didn't much. call me, like, until, like, a week or two later, and yeah. then I was like, oh, okay, I'm like, who's this guy calling me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I, he had a girlfriend back then. Yeah. Um, yeah. When he actually... Julio! No, yeah, no names, but yeah, I had a girlfriend back then, but... <laughs> Yeah, um, but she became my, a really good friend and we started talking, you know, I met her family and little by little we became really good friends and we were friends back then and then after that, we, you know, we started like dating, but that's something different. So how long, how long were you guys friends before you guys made an official like boyfriend girlfriend? Uh, probably like five months. Five months. Oh wow, really? Yeah, yeah I used to. Because like I said, he had a girlfriend. Yeah. And so... But it was weird because his girlfriend, I guess, his ex-girlfriend, like her mom didn't let her go out, go out anywhere. So he, instead of going out with her, he would invite me like, oh, let's go to the movies. As, as friends. And then he would start bringing me around his family. So yeah, it was so awkward. We were friends and then I started bringing her, you know, and um, to my family. And I don't know, it was something different more than, not more than friends, but we were friends, you know. For a, for a while. Oh, wow. I didn't know all that. I didn't either. <laughs> He's like learning things. <laughs> so I've, I want you and Julio to talk about your Chalinillo days. I wasn't involved in Chalinillo days. That's what I saw pictures. That was Cinco de Mayo dance. <laughs> That's the only dance I went to. No, I like I would hear Spanish music. I would go to their houses, but I wouldn't really go out like with the way they did. Cause he had like older brothers and I had older brothers. They would, they would take uh, off with chewy. friends. We used to go out. Uh, pretty much, it would be like Friday, Saturday, Sunday, then Tuesday for the what was that station? Oh yeah, I remember. Oh, I forgot. Um, there was a station that we used to, you know, yeah, listen to and just hang out, and then the Los Cuchilocos, no? Something like that. Something like that. I so then, can't remember the name. Pretty much, it was a whole week. So you know, we were always partying, and Angel after he came and. You know, he started partying with us, but that, that was, was still like later. Until later. Like after high school. My parents are very strict. I couldn't go out. <laughs> like, with Chuy would tell me all these stories. Like, yeah, I went this weekend, I went with my brothers. I'm like, damn, what are you doing? He's like, because his brothers were already like older. Yeah, we were yeah. older. They were driving and everything. I, I was like, the, I was what, 17? 17. Like, I wouldn't really like party like that until like later. So, you never went out with them like that? 
Because when not, we met, not not at that young age when they started all those those when you those made when you made it angel, I would see him like we in the started, weekends. Like we started hanging out more, like you know, like going out and stuff like that. Exactly, because I when you guys were going out every weekend when I met you. Yeah, well, I don't think Julio would go out too much because it was Chewy. Because I think he was with Danny. We I don't know. Friends. Did you? Yeah, like I well, he would go out with me and then. Oh, after you after meet up with us, oh, yeah. Her off. He, he would meet up with us. Yeah, get a twelve pack. Drop her off. Get a twelve pack and then go hang out with the guys. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Because he would go to the movies. And, like it was me, Choi, and other friends. You know. Like he would drop me off like around eleven. Eleven, ten thirty, eleven. I would drop her off. From there, I would go get a, like, a little 12 pack and then go hang out with the boys. That's what I would do pretty much every weekend. Because she had a curfew, so. Oh, because you guys weren't married yet. Yeah, we were just friends. Wait, what do you mean you guys were just friends? Well, that's yeah, what we told our, my mom. We were friends. Oh. I wasn't going to tell her, you know. Oh, oh I, I see, I'm see. dating, you know, and I was yeah, still yeah. in high school. And I'm yeah. dating a parrandero or a desobediente <laughs> guy, you know. So yeah, he's gonna be party a lot. Even Chuy would show up in high school with his hat. Like I said, uh, what, is it, what, is, what was his name? Uh, what do they call him? El Muchacho Alegre. Muchacho Alegre. He had, he had like those hats that uh -huh. were like up here and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They used to call yeah. me El Centenario. <laughs> I had my, my gold chain Centenario, but that was back in the days. Do you still have it? Uh, no, I don't want to talk about that. I don't <laughs> have it anymore, but <laughs> okay. I got rid of it, you know. But All right. Ever since I've known you guys, you guys have been married. And I want you guys to talk about how you guys decided to get married. Like, how did you propose to Annie, or was it a surprise? It was pretty much when when we decided to get married. It was all about pressure, pressure, because some of my brothers were getting married, and Annie and I we've been we were dating for a long time. How many years? And, uh, mm, I think it was like five six years and we were just dating and she needed but we were young though we were like, young I and we, young. Need, we needed a change but uh since my my brothers were already engaged we we're i was we were the only ones that were not engaged so we decided like you know get married so. but you guys decided together to do that or yeah well we yeah. had talked about we it had like about it. eventually like we knew that we wanted to be together we both I had goals, like I wanted to go back to school, mm -hmm. but for me, that wasn't really a choice, like, that I could do, because, like, at the time, my mom, like, couldn't afford to help me, mm -hmm. so I didn't really feel like I had the, you know, the support from my family, but um, I knew that I wanted to be with Julio, mm -hmm. um, and, yeah, like, it just kind of happened, like, fast. Quick. um we didn't really have like a engagement like oh he planned something mm -hmm. i just proposed um, in front he just of proposed, my, like, my house you know we were in just front of his family i like, think it was a sunday members. right yeah. sunday night we we just started like i proposed to her and then we just brought uh he didn't drinks. even have like a, a real engagement ring no. he just had like, I was a, so like a promise that, ring yeah and, i was so broke that and then eventually that. like when we actually planned the wedding like he, he we went and picked our rings together our rings because it was hard um, it was it was tough back then yeah i think most like the way we did it wasn't really like oh um like he actually proposed it was more about like pressure but we knew that we wanted to be with each other it was just that we didn't have like we were not in the face of our lives that we had a career or we had like um any goals or like money saved up actually um it was hard like we just i wanted to get married too because uh 
some family issues that I was having at mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I kind of, it was for me, it was more like an escape mm-hmm. from my family. In a way, for him, it was more like pressure from like feeling his family. Like, and his I, family. I, and like everybody was getting, because he was already, you were like 20. 28. 28. 28 or something like that. And that's like 40 and for Mexicans. For Mexicans. <laughs> it's like really, really old. And yeah. for me, it, yeah. was, it was like, you know what? I need to make a move or else, you know, she either she's going to go or run somewhere else or she's going to find <laughs> someone else. So I, I need to make a move. And even though I wasn't financially set, but I knew that if I at least I will make a promise to her, she'll, she'll stay with me. I love that. So, Yo fui padrino de banda. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of the questions I had. Like, if you guys didn't have money, how did you guys pay for the wedding? Because I've seen pictures that oh, look like a big deal. Well, back in the days, like, yeah, you know, we had a big party. You know, back in the days, yeah. Um, yeah, we went like the Mexican style. We yeah. Invited, invited the whole Sanana. To sponsor yeah. us, the padrino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los so padrinos. We, so we asked like people like that we knew um, family members and like people that are close family um, mm-hmm. friends. Mm-hmm. So we asked people if they can help us out. Um, obviously, we couldn't have done it without them. Like Yeah. yeah it was a big party. Because he has a big family like me. Um, I only have like, not a big family. I only have like. What like eleven, like ten brothers and I don't know, like a hundred, a hundred nephews and not a big family. So like it was seventy five percent of the family and like twenty five percent my side. Um, but yeah, like that's how we did it. Um, obviously, like we were to get married now, like. I think we would have probably paid for the wedding ourselves. Yeah. Like, I think it's a really beautiful thing. Like, I know we don't look at it like, like that now, but I feel like when the whole, like, family and community comes together to put on the party, I think that's a beautiful thing, too. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because I think we look at it back like, oh, you, you couldn't afford to pay for it yourself. You needed help. But, like... I think it's something beautiful when like somebody loves you enough to like pay for something and then you know so many people that can contribute to that you know what i mean no yeah definitely we couldn't have done it without them um and that's we're really grateful and thankful that we have people like that around us yeah um and we've also given back to them like whenever they needed our help like we're always there like ingenieras like in the family so we've always been there too that's very beautiful so, as long as I've known you guys, I feel like you guys have always been very deep in love, you know? And all these years have passed by. How, how do you guys keep that? Um, you know what? It, it's hard because uh, especially with, with me, you know, working all the time, having a full-time job and thinking about family, things like that. And I still have my wife. Um, I, I, what the way I see it is like after work, even though it doesn't matter what kind of day I have, we always try to spend time together and talk about, you know, what really happened at our jobs, at mm-hmm. least 15, 10 minutes about our jobs, about our day, how everything went. And I feel that, you know, we've been through a lot that even with, in hard times, she, she's been there with me on the, by my side and the same thing with with her you know people don't really know our struggles but you know what we always keep our um we keep everything to ourselves but we always stay together mm-hmm. and we only know what we have suffered through so many years yeah and i think that that over the years that made us really strong and we stayed together until then now this is something that 
even today she was even surprised that I showed up to the house even though I was in a rush coming from work because I went in like really early like 3.30 in the morning to go to work and stuff like that and, and you know get stuff ready I still showed up with my uh, couple of flowers, you know, things like that for her, at least to say, you know Aww, what, I appreciate really? what you do for me, you know, and, and she was even surprised. She was doing the, when I showed up, she was doing the dishes and I showed up with, you know, roses and stuff like that. I'm over here, you deserve this and more and, you know, that that's all I can afford, you know, that's, I, I have to show my love to her by small things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it really is like the small things that matter, like, Every day, like, I know that I can count on him. Like, I, I can give him a call, and he'll be there. We call each other, like, during the on, day. on my way to work. We talk to each other, and then during our lunch um, break, we also talk to each other. So it's the little thing. Yeah, and even, even um, pretty much, um, I'm blessed with my job that, that any time she could call me, she could call me any time of the day and I'll be able to answer and have a small talk with her even if she having, she's having a bad time. We talk for like five minutes and then uh, we'll be good. But I mean, we always try to spend time with each other and at least talk for a little bit. Because you know life is not easy so we okay. always have to pretty mm-hmm. much uh, motivate each other. And that's how we you know keep on going day by day. I think in a marriage, communication is very important, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Like, I feel like you guys, it's very easy for you guys to communicate. You guys to tell each other how each other feels. I mean, is that true? Well, yeah, it's yeah. mostly like, I feel like our relationship is more like we're partners and we love each other. But at the we same are, time, we're, we're like also friends. Like, we understand uh-huh. each other. And I think that's really important, like, in a relationship yes. um, to be with someone who understands you and you actually click with. Um, and you have a lot of similarities and what? they just get you like it's just yes. it's a weird feeling but i think i just found my soulmate like and same mm-hmm. here same. I, not a lot of people can say that yeah a lot, i know a lot of people that will jump from relationship to relationship mm-hmm. and it's so weird like uh we've just been together for so long and i still feel you like each, each other i each love other. my husband like I right wouldn't, i wouldn't trade him for anything else you know same here are you yeah. sure honey because i know some guys and, I'm just and that's fine. I'm not a jealous. <laughs> she knows I'm not a jealous person, and, and I mean, you I know. Think I met it, Julio. Uh, I'm totally kidding. I know some girls, Julio. No, you know what? It, it, it's actually um, and the way we're saying that uh, you know we support each other. Is, I noticed a big difference when my my dad passed away. Um, I felt like I was left alone. I felt like every the whole my whole world was gonna change. You know, even. Now even my my own family doesn't know that I went through depression and mm-hmm. they don't when your even dad know. passed yeah when my dad passed away I went through depression my uh, my own family doesn't even know about that mm-hmm. um, what I started doing I just pretty much I started just working being at home spending time with my wife you know just keeping everything to my own and that was something really bad and uh, when I was going through depression. I had my wife on the side. Mm-hmm. She was pushing me every day to move forward. And mm-hmm. that's something, you know, when he passed away, that was something really big for the whole family. Mm-hmm. I was going to say. Yeah, and, and to me, until now, you know, I would do anything to, to pretty much have him back. And even Angel knows how my dad was. He was a, tr- yeah. a strong person, motivated person. He would push you forward. He would, you know, tell you, you know what, you got to work hard for the, whatever mm-hmm. you want to have. Mm-hmm. And to me, that that's pretty much what pushing me forward each day. 
my parent, my dad. Um, after he passed away, I remember I went to the doctor. You know, they yeah. prescribed pills. You know, for depression and stuff like that. She was next to me, and you know, she's a witness. I didn't take any of those pills, and I, I told myself, you know what, my dad doesn't want to see me this way, mm-hmm. and I gotta do it for my dad. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I recovered right away, and she's a witness. Mm-hmm. So I'm here. You know, I'm here now, you know, talking about my dad, but I'm a strong person. It takes a lot for me to take, for me to, you know, go into depression. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like I'm the, I'm really strong right now. You are strong. Do you want to talk about how your dad passed? Well, my, my, uh, when my dad passed away, um, prior to that, he had diabetes. He was going through dialysis for like eight years. When he was going through dialysis, he, um, he had a a kidney transplant and, Mm -hmm. um, he was doing well, and then after that, um, he started feeling sick, you know. Next thing you know, we got a call on a, on a Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Tuesday, they, um, he went to the hospital because he had like a, he wasn't feeling that well. Mm-hmm. While he was at the hospital that same night, he had a stroke. Mm-hmm. When we all showed up, uh, he was always that brave and strong person that, to him, everything was fine. Even though he wasn't well, he would always say, you know what, I'm good, I'm good. Mm-hmm. You know, nothing's wrong with me. Um, that same night, he had a when he had that stroke. Uh, we were there. We stay. We stay at the hospital the whole night. The following day, he was actually actually talking to us, and he told us that you know what, nothing is wrong with me. It's all my fault because I'm not eating, eating healthy. We're, everything's gonna be okay. So mm-hmm. I decided to go. Se back. sentía bien. Yeah, yeah. Se sentía bien. He said. Uh, that he was he was really good, right? Mm-hmm. You know, nothing to worry about. And I think like the the thing was that um, every time he would get sick, he would always recover. So mm-hmm. the whole family expected that. Yeah, and he did it. And this time it was different. Like he he went down and he went down hard and. Yeah. So so when that when that happened, I, we stayed that whole day. I called out sick, and I stayed with my dad. He was talking to us and he actually told me that he was okay, nothing to worry about, this and that. The following day, I think I had to work and I worked the next day. And then I had the following day, which it was a Friday. I had that Friday off. So that Thursday afternoon, I called my brother and asked him how my dad was doing. And he said that um, he was doing good. So I didn't even show up to the hospital because he said he was good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? In my in my head, I was like, you know, on Friday it's my day off. I'm gonna show up over there and talk to my dad. Mm-hmm. Well, we got a call like like around was it three in the morning, four in the morning, that my dad had a second stroke. So we rushed to the hospital. When I showed up to the hospital, um, as I was walking in, I heard the doctor telling my brother Juan that, you know that. Um, Pretty much, um, how would I say it? Um, like, was he in a coma or he hadn't made He was it? on life support? He was on life support, but he had a word <clears throat> that he said. He said, uh, um, can't quite remember that word. And it's tough for me to remember that because as I was running to the hospital, he said that, that there's no, oh, there's no hope. That's, a, that's what I remember. There's no hope. So as I was walking in... The doctor the, said that? The doctor was telling my brother, Juan, there's no hope. As, mm-hmm. and I, I was running to the hospital, walking into the room. That's what I heard. There's no hope. 
So to me, that was something really big, you mm -hmm. know, hearing that from a doctor. And I, yeah. went, in, I went inside the, the, the room. My dad, he, he was still there. He was still would listen to anything you would tell him. He would still move, things like that. But um, when he had his second stroke, it was, it was pretty much hard for him to survive. Hmm. So I told him pretty much what he meant to me in my entire life what the person that he was mm -hmm. and i had to let let everything out mm -hmm. and he was still moving his hand like saying like you know what i'm not gonna go and that was something that he was even though he was still almost dying he still wanted to get up mm -hmm. and that showed me a lot to me it showed me a lot that he was a really strong person and mm -hmm. that's how how i am right now i'm not gonna let anything get me, um take me down mm -hmm. because how my dad was mm -hmm. and you know, think that's I think guess that's part of life. Mm -hmm. You know, you learn, you move on, and you teach others. You teach yeah. you you pretty much teach younger. You know of how you're supposed to struggle, how you're supposed to live. Any any uh, struggles in life, you're supposed to move on, and that's what I've been doing. I and with my whole family ever since he passed away, I try to be more like a more motivational person, mm -hmm. teaching them. You know what? This is life. We gotta. You got to work hard for what you want to have, mm -hmm. goals, everything that you want to have. And it's so weird that ever, ever since he passed away, I did like a 360 and my wife, she could be, a, she's right here. She's a witness. Mm -hmm. uh, it was a 360 for me, huh? Yeah. How so, Annie? Well, he loved soccer before and he still does. But I think... It, it I stopped playing soccer stopped because, playing, of my, because of my dad. He stopped playing soccer because his dad was a big fan of soccer. Like a so coach. Like, he would, his dad would literally be there At the Saturday field. and Sunday. He's always there. The Every Sunday. Day. Every Saturday. Sunday. And, even, you. and when he was in the field, he would be watching <laughs> all the soccer games at his house. He would be, yeah, be at the soccer field, even Angel would be playing, <laughs> and he'll tell Angel, no, even if he will show up like all oh, drunk, he'll, he'll tell the coach, hey, this guy is drunk, get him out of the field. Like, oh, yeah? It's because <laughs> we used to go out like Saturday nights, and then I had, we had to play eight, nine in the morning, so I was like, oh, man, I can't play, but... So then I would screw up because that would be young. Yeah, he was he was like a coach. <laughs> well, he was mad because, but he was, because he was, you were a good player. Yeah, he's like, you just... Because Angel like, was good. Yeah, he was Like, good. he would even say, like... That's what everybody says, but I never saw it. <laughs> I was good. Yeah, so he's like, ah, borracho. <laughs> yeah, so he was always like a coach. He stopped playing because of that. He changed in a good way. It was good. Like, I like him, like, playing soccer, too. And I used to enjoy going to the fields and watch him play and his brothers and everyone. Mm -hmm. But the problem was that after... Uh, he would go that. he would go drink and then he wouldn't come home like until like 8 at night oh my Midnight. gosh and so for me that was an issue because right. I feel like he would First. abandon me the whole day well sometimes no. I would play at 8 in the morning and imagine showing <laughs> me showing up at 1am you know like what's going on he come and he was already drunk and so I mean any wife anyone First. out there would be like mad you know so for me um, when he changed like it was actually that's, a good that, thing that, because that, he showed me that he was actually making time for for me. And mm. That's something that when my dad passed away, uh, I don't I don't know. It was so weird. Um, everything with my whole job, my my family, my wife. I started dedicating more time to my wife. I left soccer because I didn't want to go back to the fields because my dad wasn't gonna be there. So to me, it was like you know what I need to focus more of what I love and what mm -hmm. I want to have in my life. Mm -hmm. So I started focusing more on my wife, my family, 
and everything like that and then everything everything else came back uh, everything else was put uh, put back together and uh, even my job and until now I still feel that even though it's been almost over three years that since my dad passed away I still feel feel that my dad's still around mm. I still feel that he's still giving me that push you know what yeah you're not there yet you know you gotta keep on moving forward I actually went back to college you know, I mm-hmm. went back to school, which for me, it was something different because mm-hmm. I, uh, to me, it was like, hey, I'm out of high school. I'm done. I got to mm-hmm. do, I got to work. I got to play soccer. I got to do my own stuff. Now, when he passed away, I went back to school and that's something that, you know, when my wife she motivated me to go back to school and that's what I did. That's so great. So I was going to say, um, when I first met your parents, it almost felt like I was meeting like Angel's parents. Like the way oh, I don't know. That's very, very quiet, like my dad. Yeah, my dad, yeah, my dad's quiet. Uh, ¿Qué, qué? I mean, they don't talk much, you know? Like my dad doesn't no, really like, like um, words. I don't know, like, it just, because it just almost felt like your parents saw Angel, like, as their, like, stepson or something. No, he was. He was and, actually a big part oh, of And even, even, like, Chewy, Julio, and, like, all he your was, other brothers, was, it was, was like Angel was one of you guys. Him and actually him and Coco, they were a big part of our family. My dad used to, he used to love uh, Coco and, and Angel. He would uh-huh. see them as their, oh, my sons. Like, because most yeah. of the time, you know, we would always play together, you know. Yeah. We would drink together. Yeah, for, a, for a while, I was always at their house. Like, yeah. A lot. A lot. Like, and I know. <laughs> you know, drinking and... And you're not talking about a few drinks. It would be until the morning. That's drinking, Angel. Yeah, it was. Uh, but now, now I just try to take it slow. I only have a few, like maybe two or three. I know times have changed. <laughs> okay, the next thing I want to talk about is our Vegas days. <laughs> uh, what? What's Vegas? What's Vegas? Vegas. What so, happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So when before before we got married, me and Angel would go to Vegas like. At least three times a year we were going. More. But at least. At least. We even wanted to move out there for a while because we loved it so much. Um, but the four of us took a lot of trips out there. Yeah, yeah. we did. You guys remember our trips? A lot of experiences. Yeah, a lot of, yeah. I just remember. Like, Chilted Kills. We went to Chilted Kills. Oh, yeah. No, but we went to Vegas and Chilted Kills. Well, they convinced yeah, us went, and no? we went to Tilted Kills. <laughs> We needed to take the girls to show them that there was nothing wrong with a lot the of sports. Kills. We were there a lot for, of the, for the TVs. I forgot stuff. about that. Actually. Remember we went? Actually, yeah. remember the, the girls were really nice. Yeah. I remember they were so nice. That's what yeah. I was kept Friendly. telling you for so many years. Girls were nice because of the sports. <laughs> Whatever. 100, t- 100 TVs, you know? I don't know how you guys convinced us. I think they told us que la comida está bien buena. Ajá, no, yeah. And it was good, huh? The jalapeno burger, I told you. <laughs> But we were in Vegas, so me and Annie were like, fine, let's go. Pero este, um, yeah, too much drama in Vegas. I know. Do you remember I like, think all like, this stuff? We had our it's good the times. Alcohol. We had our good times. Yeah. I just feel like every time we would go, like somebody would get into an argument. Oh, yeah. Like, el diablo andaba suelto por allá. <laughs> oh, I don't know. <laughs> and then, like, plus on top of that, we would be drinking like since the morning. Right. Till the night. I remember we wouldn't even eat. Like, yeah. we would literally get there, know. start drinking, and then next thing you know, it was like 7 at night, and then we're like, yeah. oh, let's go get something to eat. And <laughs> then, like, we would still go to the club, and 
We would be like up I until like the three, clubs. four in the morning. Well, that's why we were so skinny before. Right, Joe? We don't even. Now we eat. We still have the Remember, we would even start drinking on the way there. Yeah, on the way there. I still have videos. Videos when we Oh, yeah, my my compadre and I will be drinking on the back. Didn't you guys meet up in Vegas too? Okay. Didn't you guys meet up in Vegas? That's a nice story. Wait, wait, wait. Start again, start again, start again. That's another story. That was the time I saw you in Vegas. That what? I was with them. So we were together at that. Okay, this is actually a good story. Let's talk about it. He says no. So, in 2012, me and Angel were on a break, and uh, so he started texting me and calling me again. You know, he wanted me back. Yeah, I wanted her back. (laughs) He did. So, anyways, um, we're in Vegas, right? Well, you guys, we we went to. Remember, you went to rented that van Uh with like fifteen, twelve people. Fifteen, no, fifteen people people were all stacked up there. Yeah, I I remember. Hasta Junior fue. Junior. El angel se escapó. I know. He's already. Oh, I took off. On the set, on the angel. I know. (laughs) So, by pure coincidence, I had a girls' trip out there that weekend. It was literally pure coincidence. Like God, God has His ways. And um, he kept on texting me yeah. and texting me the whole weekend. There's the viernes. Replying though. Yeah, you kept on replying. <laughs> he wanted you back, man. Hey, he, he did. He did. He kept on replying. So, he kept replying. Este, the whole time he kept on messaging me. Where are you guys at? Where are you guys at? Where are you? Oh, I'll go right now. You know, just tell me where you're at. Just give me five minutes. And so I think finally on Saturday I was like, okay, fine, I'm over here. And I remember the girls were all annoyed with me because they didn't want me to get back what back with him so they're like ignore him ignore him but he kept on uh, texting me texting me <laughs> and so finally we um he, he met me up at the at the casino planet hollywood i think mm-hmm. i think that's where we stayed at yeah and and we're at the bellagio but you were at planet hollywood yeah we're, we're on the rooftop <laughs> party nice <laughs> but yeah he we did at the paris but uh, we were at the rooftop. Uh-huh, we were in that little club by the ice tower. Oh, that's so nice. And then the scene, you know, El Angel, they say, oh, I, um, I don't know. Hasta hablando ahorita mismo. I don't know. He just got lost. I don't remember. I just took but, off. He but took we're off. like, where's Angel? And then. He disappeared. Uh-huh. We're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and I remember he was, he was like, he was pretty buzzed. And he started telling me like, oh, I'm so sorry. I want you back. Uh, <laughs> shut up. You shut your mouth. Anyways, <laughs> but yeah, but those were good times when we used to go to Vegas. I mean, yeah, we were young. We, we were just young. go out there, yeah. but we wouldn't really gamble that much, huh? No. Like we yeah. a little bit, but not really. Yeah. Like more than anything, it was for the pool, yeah. partying. Yeah, partying. It was drinking. more like partying and drinking. And now it's yeah. more like a like. I feel like if we go to Vegas. We want to more like relax. Go to the pool. Go to the pool. <laughs> have beers and just chill. Back then it was just no. We want to party. From there we're gonna keep on drinking until the next day. Keep on going. Do you want to talk about school, Annie? Because I always admired the way you went back to school and you got your bachelor's. Uh, I wanted you to talk about why you didn't pursue college like right after high school. Yeah, sure. I didn't pursue college right after high school. Well, I actually did. I went after high school. Um, I was working at the time at McDonald's, and I started going to night classes. And at first, at the I city college, at the yeah community college, I went to Santa Ana College, and I started taking classes because I wanted to do something in the medical field. 
but um, I don't know. At the end, I ended up just dropping out because I felt like it was kind of hard at the time for me because mm -hmm. I was working in the morning and then going to school at night. I think it was just the way that I went back to college. Like, mm -hmm. I didn't really organize myself. Mm -hmm. So I, I was getting worn out. So then I decided to... Instead of going to traditional school, I decided to do uh, medical assisting. So I went to school back to that, and um, I graduated from medical assisting. I did my internship, but then I had a hard time finding a job because they wouldn't hire me because I didn't have experience. Mm. Um, so then I ended up just kind of giving up, and then a friend like uh, recommended me to a, a job in an office. Um, so I started my career in a construction company. So mm -hmm. that's kind of like how I kind of went into that industry, like more like I've always been into like project management, accounting and finance. Mm -hmm. So that was my first opportunity where I kind of got it, got to know like a lot of different things in the business industry. So then I got married at really young at 22 mm -hmm. and then I decided I had already thought about going back to school for several years, but mm -hmm. um, finally I had an opportunity um, around when I was 25. I, I started thinking of doing like a career in business mm -hmm. um, because I was already in that field. So I said it, it kind of makes sense for me to go back into something where I can kind of relate and know already. So I was doing accounting um, and then I thought about it. So when I was around 26, it was officially when I went back. Uh, I started back at Santa Ana College. Mm. So I had to do all my uh, general ed all over again. So, and I was still working at the time, like full time. So it took me like four years to get out of Santa Ana College. How many? Four years, just to graduate community college. So. I think I was 29 at the time and then I ended up deciding to um, transfer to the university. So I applied at a couple universities and finally I got accepted to Cal State Long Beach and Cal State Fullerton. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to Fullerton because it seemed more like convenient, it was closer. Mm -hmm. um, so I went to their business program. And yeah, I ended up like just working part time and I graduated. I was 32 at the time. Uh, and yeah, I got my, I ended up doing my bachelor's in business administration, but I did my concentration in finance. Wow. Um, it was hard, but uh, I'm very glad I did it at the age I did it. Uh, mm -hmm. And now, I mean, I, I have no regrets. I'm, it was a great experience in a way if there was any advice i can give to anyone yes is maybe like do it sooner like mm -hmm. it, like if you're right out, of high school. right out of high school because it does get harder like when you're already like an adult after right. like, living on your own married and especially i don't have kids which was very helpful Right. But my advice is that if anybody wants to go to school, do it right after high school mm -hmm. because then it gets harder. It's not impossible, of course. Right. But I think it, it just, it becomes harder. And then also to, like, you start turning down opportunities. Like, for me, it was different. Like, if I wasn't married, I would have, like, taken opportunities to go study abroad 
or trips like outside of the state or uh-huh. up northern California yeah. or somewhere else. I feel like I I turn a lot of opportunities down because of mm-hmm. my situation because mm-hmm. I was already in a relationship. I was married. Yeah, I had other responsibilities. Yeah. Um, but yeah yeah and then it's like school's already hard as it is and then to add on top of that it's even even harder right exactly yeah yeah thanks for sharing that annie yeah julio like you come from a really big family yeah how was it growing up oh that's that's not big for you Uh, i don't know if big is the right word for my family I have a really humongous family. <laughs> so, well, now it's turned into, into a huge a, family. Huge, like, you know. Before it was like. The only brother. He has just, 11. It's 11 total. We're 11 total. So, so what's the breakdown? How so, many boys? How many girls? Uh, it's seven boys and four girls. Seven. So we're a total of 11. One thing I thought was so beautiful about your, your family your parents separated their uh, golden wedding, La Boda de Oro. That was so beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it was so beautiful to see all of you guys like you celebrating there, right? them. Yeah, Angel's parents were there too. Yeah. Yeah. I know, that is a, a big accomplishment. Yeah. I just think it's so beautiful that that you guys got to experience it as a family, that your father yeah. was, you guys, you guys were able to celebrate them like that, mm-hmm. that day your dad and your mom both look so happy that day like i feel they probably felt like they were 18 again like yeah no say like it was very beautiful huh that was good yeah it was such a beautiful day such a beautiful wedding but but yeah i want you to talk about like uh, just growing up like how was it growing up for you guys so my mom come comes from a really wealthy family my dad was uh my dad's family were always poor um, my grandpa didn't want my mom to marry my dad because he was poor, uh, so she decided to go to marry my dad. And I guess after that, we never had any any money. We were always struggling. My dad would take off for like two to I don't know two to a month without coming back home and providing anything for us. So um, I remember our back in the days, our home was made out of bamboo. And it was really tough. And over the years, we felt that um, it was really tough to live in Mexico. So my my parents and my brothers decided to come to the United States. I was one of the last ones that stayed in Mexico with my mm-hmm. grandparents. Um, I came to the United States when I was, uh, can't believe it. I can remember if it was seven or eight years old without knowing the language, you know. And it was tough for me to come to you know America uh, did you start school right away I started school right away but I was always like uh, kids making fun of me because I didn't know the language and mm-hmm. I always felt left out even even when I was in high school even when I was at high school my mom could my parents didn't provide a lot for me so I remember my mom would give me like five dollars for the whole week and that's all I had for the whole week mm-hmm. um, I was playing soccer I was playing varsity with other guys and everything after practice they will go to the hamburgers and stuff like that mm-hmm. and i never wanted to go with them because i didn't have money i was yeah. always felt that i didn't have anything i was always yeah. wearing the same clothes because my parents couldn't provide more than that you know wow. so i said my mind that you know what after high, after high school i need to i need to work hard started providing my own things uh-huh. you know 
doing Look at better. you now. No? Yeah, yeah, of course. And started doing, from the bottom and started, now I'm here. Yeah. So I started working really hard and it's not, it's not easy. And then I, right after high school, I started working in construction. Construction without, you know, having legal documents. You have to take a lot of stuff from people. I started jumping from job to job just to know the trades. Um, luckily, you know, my brother, uh, he was able to help us with our you know our legal documents and then i married my wife and we did an adjustment and i became um, a resident mm -hmm. so i then after that i had legal documents and i started looking for a better better life mm -hmm. you know getting into more getting into you know better companies with benefits and stuff like that and you know now that i see you know it's it's pretty much it looks like it was it was it was a dream because I can I can look back when I was in high school, not having money, not having, you know, not hanging around with the with friends just because, you know, you didn't have the proper clothes or work because you were not proper uh, popular. Yeah, dang. You know, now I I still talk to a few of them and I they actually work with me. Mm -hmm. You know, they actually work with me and and I always felt like I was a. I always tell my wife, and it's funny, <laughs> that little paisita that was in high school. Yeah. But now, you know, I'm blessed, and I have a good job, and I'm, I'm great. Because I'm homeowner. Homeowner, married to a beautiful wife. There you go. You know, I, I know. How did how did you get Annie? I always wonder. <laughs> you don't have to have looks to get someone. You just have to, like, I think totally it comes kidding. from your heart. You just got to be... You but just gotta be humble. You just gotta be humble with people. And mm -hmm. now I try to teach my family to, you know, go to school, mm -hmm. go to school, yeah. follow their dreams. You know, there's nothing like you know. Of course you're gonna fail. Of course you're gonna do things wrong and wrong in life. But guess what? You have to get up and move, move again, mm -hmm. move forward. Yeah. You gotta keep move moving forward. Life is not easy. Mm -hmm. Until now, I don't think it's easy for me or for yeah. my wife. Yeah. But guess what? We get up every morning yes. and we go the extra tribe uh, to try to do better in life. Mm -hmm. And we've been doing that. And and I, I know if any, if you ever get, get to talk to people that know me for a long time or people like from my family, they can tell you what kind of a person I am. Mm -hmm. I'm really positive and I'm not going to get it. I'm not going to let anything um, bring me down. And I still have, I still have goals in life. You know, I always in my in my head I, since I was little, I wanted to own a home because I, mm -hmm. I was always struggling. Mom couldn't afford anything. My parent, my dad couldn't couldn't provide them uh, a lot because we were so many. Um, my whole thing is getting married, married to marry a beautiful wife, which I did. Mm -hmm. Then after that, we I wanted to buy a house. We bought the house. There you go. Guess what? After that. I have another goal and I want to, uh, our family, I want to have a baby with mm -hmm. my wife, but that's just, uh, you know, part of life and it's only steps. I cannot, I cannot, um, wish for anything more than that. It's just mm -hmm. the only thing that I'm waiting in my life to complete most of my goals is have a baby Yeah. and I'm looking forward for that. And I know it's going to come pretty soon. So it will. It definitely will. Well, that's actually a good segue. Let's talk about goals. So, okay, um, I want to say something. Okay. I have a beautiful wife too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beautiful. Okay. Chamacos. 
That's so funny. Yeah. Just so, keep you guys yeah. busy. Yeah. Oh yes, they do. Keep oh, me busy. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about your goals. Uh, Julio, do you want to add anything more to that about what your goals are? Do you have any like goals that you want to get done like within the year, like by the end of 2021? Well, anything? by the by the end of um, like in 2020, next year. I want to become a citizen. Okay. For so many years, I always would be wanted. I've been telling my wife, you know well, what? Well, you can't do it. Hey, this year. Not this year. It's gonna be next, next year. But for so long, I always wanted to become a citizen. But just for being being lazy, you know, things, lack of work, you know, things like that. I never did it, but I want to become a citizen. Do uh, it, Julio. Yeah, this year. Do it, and we'll celebrate in Vegas. Oh yeah. Of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. How about like long term? Any long term goals? Yeah, long term. Like right now, like we were, we mentioned, we just b- bought a property. Right now, I'm doing anything that I can. I'm really, um, I'm a pretty much a handyman. I, I fix everything around the house. Mm-hmm. My wife doesn't have to pay that extra money to fix the house. Nice. You know, but at the end, I'm gonna, you know, she's gonna get a big bill. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fix everything up, you know, get it going, and, and eventually, in a few years, if anything works out, and either we stay for this house or we buy another property, mm-hmm. uh, either we sell it or rent it out. But I want to have a bigger house with uh, hopefully a pool. Nice. And I can people over, my family over, and you know, us. Yeah, for you guys, and that's that's pretty much my goal. And I, and I know, um, you have to, you have to see what you want to do in life. And I know eventually, if if you look at things, they will come to you. And mm-hmm. you gotta keep on pushing every day, pushing for more things and more things, and they will come to you. So that's yep. that's one of my goals. And of course, starting a family. Yes. Uh, one. It's gonna happen. One baby. Hey, if it comes twins, even better, but <laughs> triplets, triplets. But uh, one of my main goals is right now is, is just starting a family. Okay, Ituani, like, what are your short-term goals? Like, what do you want to get done in the next year? Um, well, hopefully, like Julio already mentioned, like, uh, start a family. It's been a struggle for us. Um, maybe because we have we haven't had kids so like i heard like for a lot of people their first one sometimes they struggle to get pregnant so that's been a struggle for us but um i know that eventually god is gonna bless us yes. when the time is right yes he will um, so hopefully mm-hmm. that will happen mm-hmm. and i would like to get a dog to be honest oh thank like, you now that we have the house like we have a space so i i feel like we need something like company yes. If it's not the baby, at least like, getting the dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and then you know what? I've heard I've heard stories that that helps take off the pressure. You know, you have a dog, and then they end up getting pregnant. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like we kind of need that. Um, just so, also too, like so he can protect the house and like yeah. we just feel, I don't know, like just more company here. Um, other than that, I mean that's, I mean I'm really happy with my life. Like minimalist, like I don't really need like yes. luxuries or anything. Yeah, like, I feel that I'm happy with my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but long term, eventually, like yeah, I mean, I've thought about this for a long time, and actually, one day I would like to be my own boss. 
Oh my god, Chaco. Like I, I, I so she could hire me for I, the I, model. <laughs> Like, to me, that would be, like, my main goal. Like, uh-huh. I don't want to work for anyone anymore. Yeah. Like, eventually, like, for me, long-term, like, even if I'm really old, mm-hmm. eventually I would like to be my own boss. Um, You're going to do it. Yeah, she'll do it. I don't know mm-hmm. how or where or doing what, but I... It's going to happen. It's going to happen one day. Yes. And, um, that's my goal one day. Um, but, yeah, I mean, other than that, yeah, just... Those are, like, the main things I feel like... I'm very happy with my life, and, mm-hmm. uh, with the kind of person I am. I'm still growing and um, mm-hmm. just want to give more wisdom and and teach others and yeah, and yeah. help others too. Help like, out others. Well, motivate others too. Well, you guys are starting today with this podcast because you guys are you know, dropping I knowledge bombs. My family. Thank you. Motivate my family and other other people that are that are gonna be listening to this that. You know, life is not easy, but you just got to mm-hmm. struggle. You just got to work your hardest and eventually, you know, it's going to pay off. Yeah. And that's what happened with me. She knows that I um, I was working a full-time job, getting side work, and she was going to school just to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it pays off. Yeah. So, you know, that's something that we all, all of that pays off. All right, guys. Thank you so much for I'm making time. Tilt to kill things. There. <laughs> <laughs> no, those are not good times. <laughs> <laughs> they were good times for 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 us, for the guys, but not for for the wives, probably. <laughs> Anyways, muchas gracias. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Thank you, guys. Right, thank you. Thank you. Bye.